<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, guys, we're deciding on it's Tuesday. You will have already seen this new podcast cover on Friday, but we're deciding right now which one to use. Which one should I use? Ready? I want producer Courtney's opinion first <laughs> because fuck you, Taylor. <laughs> but then I want it, I want Taylor's opinion. Hold on. Okay. Is it this one or is it this one? My brain says this one because I'm like, it's more like oomph, but like, I don't know why I'm like, that's such a cool shot. I really like that one. You like this I one? I don't want to see the one she picks. Okay. 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 So here's a bunch of random shit. Okay. Now here's the question. Is it this one? Or is it this one? This one. That's what she picked. Wow, they picked the same one. It's the one that I've been leaning towards. <laughs> so honestly, do not cough on my podcast. Uh, it's going to be the whole time. This is why you're going to give me a stomach bug right before I go on my live shows. Perfect. Um, perfect. I just wanted to keep you home. <laughs> she loves keeping me home. I'm obsessed with you. Um, okay, guys, we have a new podcast cover, and they just helped me pick it just now. That's fantastic. Welcome back to probably a podcast with none other than my absolutely incredibly gorgeous just had her eyebrows done fighting for her life in michael's store for reefs and garland this holiday season mother of three get to father it father of none <laughs> and literal pain in my boof hole this is my best friend tt <laughs> my, my, my baby's just going to leave after all that <laughs> um sorry i really every time i go by the way we can record such a short episode it can be like 30 minutes just come over really quick and she's like okay i really don't have childcare for much longer but okay and i should be doing other things but okay and i'm like maybe it's gonna be 30 minutes i don't know why i say that no episode can ever be 30 minutes we have too many ads <laughs> that is a, every time that's a lie <laughs> every time so um <clears throat> anyways just want to say thankful and grateful for our sponsors that allow us to have ads on this podcast we are always grateful for you and for helping me get that bag and helping me shake my ass on a yacht, all right? So um, welcome back. If you guys want to come to my live shows, please come to them. Also, you guys are listening to this right now, which means it's Tuesday, which means my Chicago shows tonight, which is incredible because it's sold out. 600 of you guys, it's fucking freezing in Chicago. I'm there right now in spirit, uh, fast forward in the future, and I know that I'm freezing my titties off, but I can't <laughs> wait to see you guys tonight, and I'm so jazzed. So let's uh, shake our dicks, you know? And then tomorrow, we're gonna be in LA, which is incredible. We still have tickets. Come to the show. We still have tickets. I know you think you're cooler than me in LA, but like, show up. What the fuck? Even if it's to make fun of me. And then the day after that, we have Phoenix. We also still have tickets. And let's all go to Bottle Blonde afterwards. You know what I mean? It'll be a 
Thursday. We'll be lit. It'll be great. We'll party after. It's my last show of the run. So if you're in Phoenix, Arizona, come to the show. And then after that, we have into 2024, um, some Florida shows. I fucking love Florida. I'm excited. January 10th, we've got Naples. It's already sold out. What the fuck? And then on the 11th, we have Miami. Come party in Miami with me. Take a girl's trip to Miami. It'll be fun. And then on the 12th, we have St. Petersburg, Florida on 420. Light one up with me. We're a part of the comedy fest in Nashville. I know Mike will be there smoking a doobie with me in the Nashville show. There's a lot of tickets. Please, please, please get them. I am very excited about that show. And then on the 25th of April, we have Boston. The 26th, we've got Pittsburgh. And on the 27th, we got Philly. Okay, let's eat a sausage. Let's go. I don't know if that's the right accent at all, but let's (laughs) fucking party. All right, those are my live shows. Buy my merch. Fucking support your girly. Okay, bye. Um, All right, what should we talk about? Wow. Welcome to the dungeon. <laughs> Do you need a sip of water? No, that's a problem. That <clears> I need find. a sip of water. Every time I'm constipated, I think, you know what I bet would help? If I drank more water. Or coffee. True. <laughs> True. I'd be drinking bean water and it'd be helping me go to the bathroom. What? Bean water. What? Coffee is bean water. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh my God, if I would have said that four more times, I think she would have said what four more times? <laughs> It's like, I would, I've never heard that. Bean water. You know, so people, make those, again. people make those memes when they're like, yeah, you bragging about drinking black coffee. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I don't care. Go enjoy your bean water. I'll add half and half to mine. I've never heard that. It is bean water, technically. Never heard it. Turn your phone off while we're in the fucking lab, dude. Pay attention. <laughs> Pay attention. She's like, I have children. I'm like, they're next door. We've got the Nanit set up right here. All right. So Taylor got in here immediately. Courtney's like, so we're like checking. Not we weren't like checking lighting, but we were just like, you know, she says us what you look like before. I look like I work at a co-op. <laughs> I'm wearing, I don't know why I'm wearing so many fish and ranch and cattle related items, but I look like I'm about to sell you a hell of a deal on some feed and seed. And I also don't have a spray tan. So it's giving Idaho. If you're from Idaho and you're super tan, I don't believe you. Send me a picture. <laughs> I think you're lying. Okay. Um, I'm in my outfit from yesterday. Straight up. I noticed, but it was my merch. So I was happy about it. Perfect. It smelled bad, but always repping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, uh, okay. So we sit down and Courtney's like, okay, here's what you guys look like. And also Taylor, <laughs> Courtney didn't say this, but I'm just going to ad lib. <laughs> Taylor's trying on a new makeup product. She's got <laughs> glitter all over her face. And Taylor's like, Oh my God, I've got all this glitter on my face. So I was fighting for my life in Michael's. <laughs> in the Garland aisle. In the Garland aisle. Wait, tell the story about yesterday at home, at uh, Home Depot, at Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby collectively as a whole is the same layout. It's a statewide, war- like nationwide. It, it is. No, not nationwide statewide. Is it is. Time. Shut up. It is, right? So everyone walks in their Hobby Lobby and the bathroom is directly straight to the back, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Checks out. No, I've never gone to the bathroom at Hobby Lobby, you fucking freak. <laughs> <laughs> no. You don't see it and you don't know where it is. I could tell you where the fucking pipe cleaners are. I, I could tell you wild. I could tell you where the where the stitchy stitch witchery is and all the ribbon, but I couldn't tell you where the who's going to the bathroom. You're, you're so dropping loads at that. Hobby Lobby. No, bitch. I walk into these I can do it with any store. Like I literally walk in, I'm like, okay, here's the exits, here's the bathroom. Like I like can just pinpoint those. You don't Oh my know that. god, no, that's very doomsday of you. How do you know? Here's where the bathroom, the, here's the exits. Girl, how do you know where all that stuff is? Because they do all do? have the same layout. And I was in a sorority. So you've <laughs> and my never grandma seen did the bathroom. My grandma did helicrafts. No, I've never been to the bathroom in a Humpy Lobby. Even if you haven't been in, in my it, life. You've seen where they are. It's a big gaping hole in the back that says restrooms. I don't know. I think you get the stomach bug more than you're willing to admit. Oh my god, <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm going into the bathroom. <laughs> Dude, I think you're shitting in Hobby Lobby. <laughs> I have IBS. Um, okay, no. So it's all the same layout. 
I walk around. I'm like getting the little stuff that I need, which is like literally four things. Okay. I'm thinking I'm going to go in be quick in and out. I'm wondering why it's so crowded. I'm like, gosh, there's all these people I can't like get into the aisle that I want to be She's in. She's like, everyone's in the way. Everyone's in the way. I go to checkout. I walk to the front where the checkout counter normally is. And um, I see that there's a long line. And so I'm like, okay, do do do, turn around. I'm like looking for the back of the line, looking for the back of the line. The back of the line is where the restrooms are. Which, as we know now, is in the, the back store. of the store. <laughs> That's why the line was so long to check out of Hobby Lobby that you had to go to the back of the store and nobody could even get in and out of the aisles because of the line to check out of the Who's store. waiting in that? It, it was November 27th. Who's that Who's <laughs> that hard out for some, from, for some crafts? Uh, all of Franklin, Tennessee, apparently. If I saw, I'm such, I'm so not a line girl. Like if I see a line, I will not wait in it. Like that's why I always talk about like in Nashville, there's this place called the Pancake Pantry and I like want to roll my window down and just shout to them because they will line up. It's, it, there's some theory. I, maybe Courtney, can you Google it? They'll, it's like a, it's a theory about lines and people will wait in a line even if they have no idea what it's for because they think there's because a there's a line, yeah. you need to do it. Now I know that's not the case with Hobby Lobby. People go there for a product, but like, yeah. you know what the pancakes taste like at Pancake Pantry? Pancakes. Fucking pancakes, dude. You know what the biscuits taste like at Biscuit Love? Motherfucking biscuits, my guy. Dry. And they are not my favorite kind of biscuits. They're like crumbly. <clears throat> Anyways, I just, yeah, I, I would have been, what did you do? Did you stand in line? I pretended to go look at florals and I left my cart right there and I <gasps> said, peace. Damn, shawty. I said, this ribbon is going to sit right here. I'm not standing in line for four hours for three things of ribbon. Right. So. That is brutal. I would have gone to put it back, but I couldn't get back to the aisle. So. Mm, whatever you have to tell yourself to sleep better at night. You do that. There's no way. Even if I could have gone back, I wouldn't have. Put I it would have probably left the. I would have left the buggy too. I'm. A, I'm a big proponent of putting your buggy back after grocery shopping. People that like leave their buggy places. I'm like, what the fuck? It takes two seconds to put it back in that little aisle. If it's far away from your car, take it. Oh my god, who cares? But yeah, in that situation, I might have left my. I might have done a little buggy abandonment. I might have had to. I absolutely did. Now there ain't nothing. Not one thing that I'd rather do to you guys right now than talk, well, in general, but talk to you guys about shopping at Revolve, all right? Now, if there was an Olympic sport for it, I'd be the gold medal winner right there. I'd be up at the top just waving that medal saying, uh, yeah, me, best shopper at Revolve ever. I have loved Revolve for so many years now because they truly just have the best options for whatever you're looking for. I'm not kidding. No matter what is going on in my life, if I need an outfit for it, I'm going to go to Revolve, okay? Fancy wedding, Revolve. Daily loungewear, mm, Revolve. Date night, you guessed it, Revolve. Tropical getaway, yeah, Revolve. Going on a safari and you need the perfect look, that actually happened to me. I literally went on a safari and was like, what will I wear? Mm, yeah, went to Revolve. And I found something, actually. It was fantastic. They have over 500 brands, okay? 500 brands that are all so amazing. But I know it can get a little overwhelming. You're like, there's so many good options. How do I do this? My favorite way to shop Revolve, it's my little secret hack, but it's right there on the page. It's to use their filter system. I just like go in and I narrow down my size, the colors I like, because y'all know I don't wear red. And then like the category of clothing that I'm looking for. And then boom, it's just so easy to navigate. And I'm obsessed with their like little option. When you click on an outfit you like, maybe it's for pre-order. Maybe they don't have your size, maybe something like that. Well, guess what? They're going to give you 10 similar items. And then if you scroll down, it'll say, would you like to view more? And then they give you a hundred pieces that are like that. It's right at the bottom of the product page and it always has the best suggestions. They have little guides that show stylings that I just feel like are so nice because sometimes I'll find a piece on Revolve that I'm obsessed with, but I'll be like, how will I style that? Boom. They've got a style edit to show you exactly how to wear it. And the prices range. So whatever you're looking for, you can find it. Like if you want to keep it under $50, you can find it. Or if you're willing to buy that luxury item that you've been drooling over, 
then you can find it on Revolve because they've got their sister collection, which is forward. It has all the designer pieces. It's amazing. And they've got inclusive sizing options. All right. Check out Remy Bader's collection with Revolve because it is amazing. And they also have the best customer service. Anytime I've ever had to call them, it has been resolved so fast. They've got fast free shipping, free returns. You just can't beat it. I am such a Revolve stan. You guys know that. I also love their curated edits, like I said, because they really do just show you how to put together really fabulous pieces. So Revolve is always delivering with fast and free two-day shipping and returns. So visit revolve.com slash probably to shop my favorites for all of your upcoming plans this season. You guys might know that my favorites list is Fuego. So go to revolve.com slash P-R-O-B-A-B-L-Y and check it out. Okay. So you went to Michael's today and you found your garland. No. <laughs> yes, you, you did. You said some old lady was like, can I please buy that garland from you? That was at Kirkland's. I was on a rampage this morning trying to find garland because my family gets here tomorrow from Hawaii. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you want your house to be good. Yeah. Well, I want it to be all decorated. I typically prefer like the real stuff. I just think obviously it looks prettier. It smells better. But then it's like the huge mess. So I was trying to convince myself, okay, if you're going to spend all this money on garland, maybe buy it. some fake stuff that you can reuse, reuse. the next year. I agree. But I you... went to like, what? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, my God. I... As you were saying that, I was like, exactly. I agree. If you're going to spend $200 on this really like artificial yet real looking garland, because you know, it, you can buy garland that looks so fucking fake and then you can buy some really nice stuff that's so fucking expensive, but it does look for the most part, pretty fucking real. Yeah. And then you think to yourself, I will reuse this every year. So it's more of an investment. And I thought to myself, I couldn't agree more. And then I was like, wait, I bought real garland this year. Why did I buy real garland this year? Oh yeah, that's right. Because I told you that I told, I picked up a, Hey, I think I gave you the whole spiel about real. And you're like, I don't know. I just got to say when it comes to garland, I'd always prefer the real stuff. And I spent money on the real stuff. That's going to die this year. When I wanted to I just do said it was so much prettier. Yeah, but Fuck pretty garland. I want to buy the shit that lasts till the next year. I want the pretty garland. I'll rebuy it next Should we year. trade? Sure. I'll keep yours. Well, no, because I only got three strands, there which is not go. long enough. The truth comes out. She wants to be a finance <sighs> podcast. She, <laughs> she wants me to be the sorry people. She wants Don't me. announce my podcast before I do it. <laughs> oh my God, imagine. Okay. You um, would. <laughs> and I would. I accidentally <laughs> told the internet her child's name before she did. That will live on forever as... You're going to get what's coming for you. You haven't had kids yet. You wouldn't. I wouldn't on accident. She's not kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. She would never. Okay. Anyways, so you were fighting for your life in Michael's. But okay, yeah. So she tells me this story. She's like, so, or sorry, Kirkland's. She was like, this lady came up to me and asked if she could buy the garland out of my hands. And I literally gave her the biggest sob story, told her like, it matches everything I had from last year. My family comes in and I was like, oh my God, I'm People Pleasers Anonymous. But I would have laughed that off and been like, huh, no. Why'd you give her a sob story? She was like, she was so old. I was like, oh, I would have given her a sob. She was a little sob. old lady. Yeah, she was a little old lady. She was itty bitty old lady. And I couldn't do it. The way she asked me, I was like, oh, this is somebody's grandma. How'd she I'm going to have to disappoint. Well, it was actually kind of rude. Oh, <laughs> she did. <laughs> She taps me. I'm in line to check out holding this like garland like this. The story shifts so quickly. Oh, I couldn't do someone's grandma. Actually, she was kind of pretty fucking rude. <laughs> I, she wasn't rude. I just thought it was very odd. I literally was like, I was just telling Shannon, I was like, I feel like I'm in the movie Christmas with the Cranks. Like it feels like Christmas Eve. Everyone's like rushed to get all this shit. It's like a madhouse. It's a war zone out here. I'm standing in line with the last three pieces of garland, right? That I saw. She, someone taps me on my shoulder. I turn around. She goes, excuse me, where'd you get that? And I was like, uh, over there and I pointed to this blank wall there's nothing there because everything's sold out and I, she was like is that the last bit of that and I was like I think so I was actually just about to ask the lady if there's more in the back but I'm assuming not because I'm not seeing any and she was like oh okay she's like yeah I was kind of been mad because I tried to buy that online last night and they said sold out and I was like oh don't know what to tell you I turn around I'm like okay this is I don't want to do this and I'm like 
going to check out, she'd have me again. Like the whole on my shoulder. And I'm like, don't do that. Just say like, excuse me, don't touch me. And I turn around again. She goes, would you let me buy that? And I was like, pretty crazy. I was like, and then that's when I gave her my story. Cause I was like, oh my God, I can't say no to her. I'm looking down at her talking. She's four feet, like four feet, five. Yeah, no, no, no. That is, that is awkward. I would have been like, oh, I'm sorry. But then I would have left him in like the nerve. It kind of made me feel like, I can't believe she asked me that. Oh, that sweet lady. But I can't believe she asked me that. Like, yeah, you know what? You get to that age and you're like, I'm gonna fuck around and ask this young girl if I can just buy the shit. And you, she should respect her elders. (laughs) I, I know. But you know what? I did literally leave there feeling bad. bad. I was like, should I have given it to her? You should have respected but I was out for four and a half hours looking for Garland and I'm like, nah. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> nah. tough. No. So the answer, unfortunately, is no. It's no. Um, yeah, that's that's brutal. I feel like I would have given her a sob story and said, I'm so sorry, no. And then I would have called him and like, you know what James says? It's like a very British thing when we're like the nerve. They go, the cheek of it. The cheek of it. The cheek of it. Like, he'd be like, can you believe she asked that? The cheek of it. I like the nerve better. The, the nerve. The nerve. <laughs> the nerve. Okay, guys. So why we brought you here today was to talk about Garland and we... No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that could have gone into a fabulous ad, though. Uh, if you are a Garland company and you want to overnight us some Garland that has to be here before her family in Hawaii is here, let us know. Please um, do. Let us know. I My got address off- is... I got some off Etsy. Your, your address is on the internet somewhere, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. So is yours. Uh, I'm sure. Good I'm luck. Sure. I'm sure of it. Uh, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, actually, good luck. <laughs> Come get the garland if you want, bitches. <laughs> um, garland aside, we brought you here today because we decided we would talk to you about our 20s. Because you know what? I, guys, I told you guys on the last episode about Taylor's very unfortunate stomach bug that hit her household. Another war zone that we don't have to get back into. But um, she wasn't here for my 30th birthday, but she was here for my entire 20s. Literally, I think about that and I'm like, oh my gosh, because there was a time in our life, you and I became friends really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, we like like it, like one of those weird instant <laughs> like friendships that just felt like you've been friends forever. And I always hated when we were friends when we were 22 and 23 and we'd only been friends for like a year or two because people literally assumed we were either one sisters or two not because we look alike at all but like we were just always you know yeah. together and they either assumed we were sisters or we'd been friends our entire like lives lifelong like friends. lifelong friends and it always made me kind of like meh when we had to be like no we just met last year it felt like I know it didn't matter what anyone else thinks, but it just felt like people were like, oh. There was no validity to our friendship. Yeah, right? You know what I mean? And now I'm like, it's crazy. First of all, that decade flew by. Like, holy shit. We were absolutely just 22 popping our pussies at Tin Roof. It is insane. Where does the time go? Nowhere. We're still... 30 popping her pussies at 10 room. <laughs> but no, it just feels like, like we were, so basically we thought it'd be fun to like recap our twenties. And as we were recapping it, I was like, all of that stuff just happened. But now we've been friends for a decade. Cause we met when we were 21. Almost a decade. Yeah. I mean, technically we met when we were 21, but like almost a decade we've been friends and like, there's some chutzpah behind that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When pe- I tell people, yeah, we met when we were 21. People go like this. Oh, really? Like we're 30 now. Ew. That's nuts. <laughs> That's, That's so crazy. weird. I, I told the people in the last episode that the second you turn an age, I just call myself that age. Yeah. And Taylor's, I was like, but you, okay. there's like that three month limbo period yeah. where you just lie. Like, and it's always when I'm like telling an aggressive story and I'm like, you know what I mean? Like we're fucking 30. Like, why are we doing this? And she's like, you're okay. You're. I'm like, well, technically mm, you're not, but it's okay. 
listen, y'all, you're all on my hair journey with me, whether you like it or not. I can't stop talking about it because I'm allowed to. Listen, okay, I had weave in my hair for literally 11 years, and then I cut my hair into a straight up bob two summers ago. And honestly, I felt so flirty and fun with it. Like it was a vibe. I might chop my hair again after the wedding. But one day you wake up and you're like, mm, shit, I kind of want my long hair back. But I didn't want to get extensions again. I wanted to go the natural route. And I wanted to just get my hair healthy and see if I could do it myself. A lot of people don't think they can grow their hair long. They're like, yeah, sorry, my hair just doesn't grow long. But it's because you're not trying with the right products. And here's the thing. I had glued in extensions in my hair for 11 years and it resulted in a lot of hair loss and thinning hair. And I just thought that was my fate, right? Like I just thought that was my hair until I saw everyone in their mom, literally using Divi. Okay. Divi is really just that girl. All right. It is such an amazing product for hair loss and thinning and most importantly, dry scalp. Now dry scalp will be the death of me, especially this wintertime season. I used to think that I was so lucky to not have a really oily hair, but now I realize that my scalp health is so important. And if it's too dry, that is no bueno. So I started out using Divi Shampoo and Conditioner Duo. And when I tell you guys, you can feel that stuff working. All right. You just instantly know, mm -hmm, yep, this is tingling in the best way possible with tea tree oil, amino acids, hyaluronic acids, and so much more, which are all amazing for your scalp. And my scalp loves it. Then when my hair is still damp, toss in some of their magic scalp serum that seriously improves the appearance of breakage. It nourishes your hair follicles and removes product buildup in your scalp. Also, James uses the serum and he loves it. I love ordering Divi as a gift for my friends who are new mamas because postpartum hair loss is real y'all. And they all love getting Divi because it just simply works. They just came out with a hair vitamin as well that is sure to be a new staple in your routine. So if you want to take back control of your hair and scalp health and do it with clean science-backed ingredients, then I have a special offer for you guys and all of the probably podcast audience. Go to Divi official.com slash probably or enter probably at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's D I V I official.com slash probably for 20% off your first order or use code probably at checkout. We wanted to go through and recap and we wanted to talk about one, some milestones, some highs, some lows, and kind of just like, we're, we're going to do it in order slash probably not. Cause we're going to get out of order here and there, but basically we can go back to how we met, which is at not other than tin roof. Tin Tin roof, tin roof, we were there and there was a particular girl who I wouldn't say we didn't like her for no reason. Um, yeah, we had quite a few reasons. There's there's not one person that I don't like for no reason. No, that's a lie. <laughs> but the people I don't know. They're like celebrities. <laughs> oh, oh my God. What? It just made sense to me. People don't like me for no reason, but they're allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> I just like celebrity. I'm not calling myself a celebrity celebrity, but like... <clears throat> There's people I don't know that I don't like for no reason. Well, <laughs> okay. What a good epiphany. Okay. I'll allow it. Okay. Continue. Carry on. <laughs> Dislike me if you must. Keep hating her. Keep it going. Um, I actually understand you more than I did before. Um, okay. Anyways, I, uh, there was this particular girl and, you know, I, mine stemmed from insecurity. Taylor's did not. I just knew that this particular girl had previously in a very, you know, normal way. She had slept with my, at the time, boyfriend. And, you know, I was just insecure because she was like a really pretty girl. And I just remember thinking like, I just didn't like that. And then um, for good reason, Taylor didn't like her because Taylor was dating her boyfriend and um, the girl had previously and was currently still trying to sleep with her boyfriend. <laughs> no so, past tense about it. There wasn't much past <clears throat> tense there. So for those reasons, Taylor didn't like her a lot, right? Mm -hmm. But I was always just like, meh. And for those Not, reasons, we killed her. And for those reasons, at that day at Tin Roof, we murdered her. <laughs> no, we didn't. She's alive. 
Or did we? Or did we? Who knows? Who could tell? Who could be too sure? We um, actually literally could not tell you what she's up to today. Couldn't. Isn't that crazy? It's how, a nice feeling too. I used to look at her Instagram all the time. I used to be like, what's yeah. she up to? Is she going to be here? Is she? It goes to show if you're listening to this podcast, you don't have to be any age. You could be 21, you could be 46. But if there's someone in your life that you're just so bent out of shape about, oh my God, dude, give it nine years. You'll be over it. Yeah. <laughs> you will no longer be consumed. I'm kidding. Nine years is so long. We didn't care about her after probably two years. Yeah. Solid two years it took yeah. though. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, but we were there and I remember just being like, oh, she's here again. This fucking cute little bitty bop and my boyfriend's working behind the bar. Damn it. I wonder if he's just thinking about that ass. Yeah. And then you were there and my boyfriend was drinking at the bar. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, we didn't know each other at all. Well, I think I knew who you were. Did you know who I was? I don't think you did. No. I knew who you were, but you didn't know who I was. I knew who you were because I knew who you were dating and I knew just of you around town. I don't remember that. I don't know that. I didn't know that. I, I knew who you were because my roommate knew who you were. Because my roommate dated a musician and okay, she was like, oh, that's that. so-and-so's boyfriend and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I knew who you were. And so I saw you and was like, oh, that's that girl, Taylor Long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Long. Oh, that weird. sounds so crazy. Who is she? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> um, so anyways, I was like, yeah, I know who that is. And then uh, I remember I saw you. We went up and chatted for a second. And then that was that. And then now the story goes around, I don't know, maybe like an hour or two later, you're taking shots or doing something. And Taylor made the notion. She goes... Oh, she goes, oh, yeah, and something, something. I didn't know you were, because uh, cause you're here with, and she said her name, and to the girl that neither one of us liked. And Me, I go, had to test the waters. I'm she, like, Taylor was, was really nice about it. She's like, oh, yeah, and you're here with so-and-so. And I was the bold one. Really could have sank or swim here. <laughs> this could have been a bad. This could have been bad, because what if you would have been really good friends with her? Yeah. And I go, oh, no, no, no. I am not friends with her. I did not come here with her. Absolutely not. <laughs> and Taylor was like, actually, I probably did do use the British accent. Um, I was like, absolutely not. And Taylor was like, oh my God. And then, you know, she was like, oh, okay, I thought. And then it was just like this little funny laugh, laugh moment. We were, we were both kind of like, Oh yeah, oh, we don't. Yeah, we, you don't because I don't because she slept with and she's like and she's trying like, to sleep with my and I was like, right, she does that. <laughs> she does that, doesn't she? And Taylor's like, yeah. And I was like, she does that to other people. Anyways, it was this moment of like, hey, yeah, you want to take a shot? <laughs> and then we took, we a, took shot. a shot, and we've been taking shots since. And we've been taking shots since at Tin Roof. Um, but yeah, that was the uh, the orientation and the not the orientation that's the wrong word the it was the birth the birth conception of our friendship okay so anyways we've been Gross. we've been together ever since and now it's cool because we've been friends for a decade yo so we could talk about our 20s so let's talk about them we've been friends for almost a decade whatever it's one year grow up drive me crazy with that um okay so, next year i want to be like it's been a decade okay fine 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 we'll celebrate we love you're prematurely calling it a decade it's okay. almost a decade we'll have our decade party next year okay yes cute Ooh. we love a celebration <laughs> A balloon arch coming in hot. <laughs> um, okay, so we were 22. We'll, we'll jump around. We'll fast forward. But like 22 years old, you were dating a guy that you were head over heels with. I was dating a guy that I was absolutely very much more in love with him than he was with me. But that's neither here nor there. I say we were head over heels for anybody. I think we were just infatuated because we were 22, young, and it was like both fun relationships for us. Yeah, We were just at that age where like those men were the end all be all, you yeah. know, and, and that, that is what happens when you're 22. It's all you cared about at the time. It's all you care about. You're like, um, especially, I don't know if this matters, but like you, you, it's like your first, for me, it was my first adult real, like I'm an adult love. Yeah. Like it wasn't high school love. It wasn't anything it's like that. It's kind of the first time that you realized you're like, wait, I could marry this person right? if I wanted to. Like we're not in high school anymore. College is like a little too soon still, I feel like. And then you date that guy out of college. You're like, Oh my God, what if he's my it's husband? It's my husband, especially from the South. We're like, yeah. oh my God, we really, I mean, you, bitch, you did get married at 23. So like, yeah, you really can think like, yeah. you start thinking about stuff like that, yeah, right? Sure. And so anyways, uh, also for a million other reasons, I was just like, so into this guy, but you know, he, 
he he taketh, he giveth. He taketh, he giveth. <laughs> and that was not healthy. Um, but I I think we were both in those, you know, hee-haw relationships. And it was a seesaw of love for me anyways. And then I got dumped. And really in a pretty brutal way. I don't think I ever really talked about this because by the time this podcast started, I was like dating someone else and I was just not talking about that. But I mean, what is the way he he dumped me in a way that I don't wish on anyone? And it's, <laughs> it's, it's the kind where you test them. You're like, maybe... We should just break up. And they're like, yes. You're right. Uh, you're right. And you're like, mm, <laughs> no, um, sorry. You were supposed to fight for us. <laughs> you were supposed to think that was crazy for me to say. <laughs> you were supposed to be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Baby, no. I'm laughing like it's the first time I've um, heard this. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> we're broken up. And I have no oh, You know what? I think like a year later, because he and I hooked up for so long after we broke up, which was so unhealthy. And I've talked about that at length on this podcast. Don't do that. But I think I think at one time I did just have the balls to be like, if I had never said anything, how long would we have dated? <laughs> and, he yeah. and he was like, I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> and toxic, I was like, toxic, toxic. Um, Everything was just toxic and unhealthy about those relationships. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was just. But like, what do you expect? Like, I feel like when you're that age, you kind of have to go through one of those. Yeah. To at least. It, like respect and under, like a cherish what is the word I'm looking for yeah to cherish the things that you have now you learn so much from yeah. it. there's so many lessons and you know neither one of those guys are bad guys like yeah. my my ex isn't bad your ex isn't bad we still see them <laughs> like we really do more than we want more to. than we wish to we still see them and you know they're they're good dudes they're just like they, they, they just I'm not sure more for us that they weren't for us and that relationship wasn't great yeah for either one of us anyways I experienced that heartbreak Taylor is in a you know, at the time, her relationship that she's infatuated with. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And actually, to give credit where credit's due, your, your boyfriend at the time, Chase was like, dude, I'm so sorry, Shannon. And I was like, I know, I'm heartbroken. Yeah. And then literally two months later, boom. <laughs> we are in the same boat. Boom. Boom. This was, I think, the first time that we realized that we were going to go through the same shit for the rest of our friendship at the same time. Yeah. Around the same time. Right, right, the right. The same stuff always happens to us. Yeah. Around the same time. True. Like, but I like, can't even think of specifics right now, but that was the start of it. It's getting annoying because it'll be stuff like our appendix bursting. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't have to be me and Anna Grace. Our timeline is so parallel with like timing. Mm -hmm. You and I, we're not always the exact same time, but the same thing will always happen to us. Yeah. And maybe that's just being best friends with someone in the same time and world. I don't know, but it's weird, but that did happen and we experienced that together. And then, yeah, that was our 20 for, for me and you together. Anyways, we were 22 and it was heartbreak warfare. It was literally, I mean, it was so sad. We were so, we were so unhinged and so sad. I think at one point <laughs> we were you were so going sad. home one weekend and I was like, I can't be alone. Can I come with you? To yeah. South, South Carolina. Carolina. We drove home, got in your mom's BMW convertible, mm -hmm. drove around okay. on the interstate blasting. Chainsaw. Yes. By Nick Jonas. Oh my God. I took a chainsaw to the sofa. Oh my God. That song. I held your body close for so long. Olivia Copo, are you good, babe? I know she's in a happy relationship. Dude. No, I'm kidding. But like, do you know what I mean? Like to have that album written about you. Oh, mm. like, oh, we just, we just cried. Mm. We just fucking cried. We actually did. We referenced her tweet a lot. Remember when her and Nick Jonas broke up and she mm. tweeted, sometimes your heart just breaks. <laughs> we were <laughs> like, oh, oh. <laughs> We 
feel that. You know what? Olivia, I know what you mean. Olivia Colpo is marrying a fucking stud and is happier than ever. And she's literally living her best life. I just saw her on her bachelorette trip, not in person, online. And she was like living La Vida Loca and she's happy and we're happy now too. So shouts out to I us. Was like, I was like, are, we are too. What do you mean? Fuck that sofa. That's what an almost decade will do to you. Fuck that chainsaw <laughs> and that sofa. Okay. No, I still love that song. No, it's a great song. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was just a really, it was a peak sad girl time for us and we were just you know when when one of your friends goes through a really hard breakup and then you can be like listen girl let's get out there let's go out let's mm. like cheer you up and then like it's it's harder when you're both just like <clears throat> fucking sad so it, maybe that is the root of why our friendship is so good we just because, understood each other so deeply. We yeah. never, we would have never gotten to know. We would have never been like, oh my God, get she over it, She won't stop Shannon. talking about it. She won't like, stop talking about it. Anytime I'd call you, you'd be like, dude, I get it. I get it. And I knew you did. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. you weren't just saying, I get it. You were like saying that and I knew you meant it. Yeah. But I also feel like the way that you're talking about this, you make us seem like we were like whiny little babies. We actually weren't. No, no. We, we went were, out and popped our pussies. No, we, we were, were very much like. I was team you. You were team me. We were like, fuck them. Let's put our heads up. Let's go out. We're oh, still we young. Were. We're still hot. Like it was, but it was, we still had fun whether or not we were faking the smiles. Yeah. Yeah. But they were still there. Like, we weren't just at homing. Like, <laughs> no, we were the friends that would be like, have like, I don't know, like 20 minutes to just bitch about it or like pull up a photo. And I'd be like, he got a haircut. I would have always known if he got a haircut before <laughs> this. And Taylor would have been like, right. Okay. So <laughs> come on, get dressed, put Reel on your, it in, put on your fake lashes. I know you love those. Put on your fake lashes. Yep. I'll tan your back and let's, let's go, go out. And I'd be like, okay, you're right. Um, yeah, we were always definitely team. Let's like go out. And yeah. then you weren't in the streets for very long. You met Mike pretty soon after. Um, mm, well, I feel like it was what, two years? Yeah. Year and a half, two years. I feel so long. I know. But then, so long to be alone. Just kidding. But I wasn't either, I guess, because you met Mike and then I started dating my ex like yeah. right soon after that. Yeah. All right. I get asked all the time. Yes, I actually do. How do I get my hair like this? Because here's the thing. I don't like super, super tight curls. I like options. Okay. And if I want my hair to just look effortless and chic, I use the curl secret by Conair. It is amazing. Every time it works because it's an auto curler, right? So the hair goes in, the curl comes out just like magic. It's got five temperature settings. It's got three different curl directions that you can choose from. It really is just a must have in your beauty routine. And here's the other thing. Your hair is not going to tangle. Okay. Cause they got this anti tangle technology going on. I don't know how they figured it out, but I love them for it because my hair always comes out so beautiful and it really helps with frizz. Like my frizz is just non-existent whenever I use this. And like I said, it just becomes this really effortless curl. It's fantastic for all hair types, whatever you're into. It is amazing. It makes life easier because it's an auto curler. So you're just going to have quick, easy curls at the touch of a button. And it's got this ceramic barrel on the inside too, that just really helps hold the curl. But if you're looking for more like loose curls, like sometimes I just don't want a super, super tight, tight wave. So that's, what's nice about the three different curl directions and the five different temperature settings. You can really play around with what curl you're getting from the auto curler. It makes your get ready routine so much faster because it's an auto curler, right? You're just going to get the most perfect curls at the touch of a button. And you can get these bad boys anywhere. It's a great gift for Christmas. It's a great gift for yourself. If you're just ready to up your beauty routine, the Curl Secret by Conair is now sold at every major retailer, literally everywhere. But then you had Walker. Obviously, yeah, this whole point is that we're supposed to talk about things that we accomplished before 30 that are really great and some milestones. And you've had three children under 30. And if you're listening to this podcast and you too have had a child at all under 30, fucking round of applause. Pat yourself <laughs> in the back, dude. Like, it's fucking... It is, I say you're not in these streets, but you're in these streets, dude. I'm in a different street. You're in a different street. Dude, I'm on a different street. You're not a back alley where you get no sleep. <laughs> 
and people are holding you captive <laughs> at all hours of the night and they're puking at least and, your street's lit yeah, my street. <laughs> street's light street street lights street, street lights. lights um yeah no i i concur but i i think you know that is just a really really cool accomplishment and yeah. i just think like being a mother to three children is just fucking baller and cool and getting to watch you be a mom is awesome right before i turned 30 in august and we have basically right when I turn 30 or I turn any age, you're also turning the age. We basically go down this list together before we like turn a new age. And we're like, Mm -hmm. okay, we did this when we were this age. That's so cool that we both did that right before I turned 30. I think we were like in the car driving around talking about all like the accomplishments that we did before we were 30. And I was like, that's really cool. That's really cool. That's really cool that we did that. We were like, okay, what are some of like those things that we did that we talked about in the car? Like, yeah, I think it's very cool. Obviously. So me for me, I'm like, I carry the whole, like I've had three kids before 30. Cool. Slay. That might not be for all people, but to me, slay. I was like, this is a dream of mine. Yeah. You, on the other hand, I'm like, if you would have told me at 22 or 23, honestly, even 24, 25, that in a year or two, you would be, or three years, you would be selling out shows. I would have been like, right, shows for what? For what is she doing? What is she doing? (laughs) What are these shows that she's selling out? I'm like, you got the wrong girl. What is she doing? Oh, that's so funny. It's so funny. Like, it's literally wild to me, like, what you're doing. You're literally not only just having these, like, live podcast shows, you're selling them out, which is huge, and you're literally doing it by yourself, which is something I think people don't understand. Like, you're not up there having guests. You have to talk for the full, what is it? Hour and 45 minutes. Hour and 45 minutes. By yourself. There's some audience in engagement as well. But Barely. Yeah. But like I, the I, fact that right. you I mean, can do sweet. that couldn't be me. <laughs> couldn't be me. Sometimes I wake up and I think, can't be me. Can't and then be me. we do it and we it party. Is, and it's I fine. think it's just literally so cool. I was, when I was writing your birthday caption for your 30th birthday, I was actually really diving into all of that. And then I backspaced the whole thing. I was like, uh, I'm going to tell her she needs to mow her grass because that's more of our, <laughs> I do our lo- friendship. I do love your, your caption. But, it was funny though. It was? It was sweet. Oh yeah. It didn't, it was, but I made it it a lot shorter than it was going to be because I was diving into everything I was basically just saying. (laughs) And I was like, it is just cool as shit. Literally, if you were to have told me like a couple years ago that you'd be having shows, selling them out on a tour, all the things I'd have been like, I'm sorry. Do you have some hidden talent? I don't know about. I <laughs> know it's crazy. And look at you now. It's crazy. I and know. you did it before you were 30, so that was on the list of accomplishments. That is a, that is an accomplishment I feel really proud about. And it's also funny because whenever you say that and you just told me that, I'm like, you know what? If you would have told me three years ago, well, people have, you know what? I, I grew up, I'm going to say it. I grew up, I was a funny gal. I was an ugly gal. I had no choice. I had to be funny, right? And so people my whole life were like, you're funny. But like, you if, you mushrooms would, both. if you would have told me, if you would have told me. You guys are fun guys. You guys are fun guys. <laughs> if you were, you have three kids. Courtney, I'm you like that? that Courtney's laughing. Joke. Courtney also has a kid. That's why she's laughing. Um, so Courtney, no, cheers. If, if you would have told me like I was doing that, I would have been like, or people have said like, you're funny. You should blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Like I'll get up on stage and talk for, I'll, yeah, I'll just get up on stage and make people laugh. Like it is, it is actually genuinely so crazy to think that I get to like do that. And, yes. and it's really great. I remember, obviously I know your podcast and I know that like what you say and what you do on here. But when you told me even like very recently that you were going to start doing a tour and doing like live shows, I was like, right. But what it like I don't understand like you're gonna get up on stage and tell and jokes and I didn't either <laughs> but, but seriously and I, was I didn't like, either I was like you're gonna get on stage and like tell jokes like uh, for an hour and 45 minutes like what is she gonna do is she a stand-up comedian now and like watching I've only seen two of your shows now which is honestly upsetting um that's a lot it is yeah it's you you're tied, <clears throat> right you're, I'm a you're, good supporter you're tied um, with Kyle <laughs> what Kyle seen these shows <laughs> Courtney's well, on nine. <laughs> Dude, good for you, Courtney. One of us has Courtney's to Courtney's like, I've stopped laughing. 
I think it's crazy because I'm like, what is she going to do? Like, is she literally just going to get on stage and tell jokes? Like, I don't understand the direction this is headed, but like, good for her. <laughs> when I've seen your show, which I've seen two now, okay? It's not, a true it's, best friend. I don't know where this is headed, but good for her. <laughs> good for her. I'll be there to support no matter what, but ooh, yikes. Um, yikes. No, I have seen, yeah, I was scared. I was scared. You know what? I know you're a funny person, but like for an hour and 45 minutes, I was like, she going to just tell jokes. Or what? I have a friend that's a really good singer and she told me she was performing on Broadway and she was like, come watch me. And I was like, Ooh, oh no, it. I'm worried. <laughs> like I was like, I hope she's good. <laughs> and I know she's a good singer, but I was like, it, you're right. You're like, Ooh, yeah. I know she's good. Cause I'm her friend, but, but is are she, other people going to think she's good. So I get the yikes. I actually do get the yikes. So, but then I saw your show in person and I was literally, I'm not kidding you. Like, I wish that I could just put puppy dogs, put puppy, what are they called? I wish I could put puppy dog eyes on my face because I was just like this. Oh, I was like, sweet. she's so great. I was like, <laughs> I feel like you're like my little kid. I was like, funny. Yay, that's funny. <laughs> but it is pretty crazy. Like I see it now. Like you're like engaging with the audience. It's like a whole thing. Like you really are up there almost basically a stand-up comedian. Almost basically, almost, I'll take it. Almost two, basically. Two asterisks by the Almost time. basically, probably a comedian. Almost basically, <laughs> probably a comedian. I'll take it. Guys, we're working progress. <laughs> we're moving on up, moving on up. Okay, so that's a really, honestly, we never get emotional, the two don't of us. Me. And I don't know why I'm touching your foot right now. Um, I don't like this at all. I'm going to take my me. hand off now. Um, we're, never, <laughs> we're never emo like that. Thank you for being so sweet. I love you. Yeah, you're Okay, so let's now talk about um, after you had your babies, which I love, which also was like a really special moment for my life too, because it brought me, it brought out a new side of me. Like I obviously am not a mother, but I, I feel like I innately became more maternal with you yeah. having children. I feel like I became a lot more under, like, like people look at me now and say, oh my God, I, I could totally see you being a mom. You'll be such a cute mom. You'll be such a sweet mom versus like, if you hadn't had children, mm -hmm. I'm not sure people would have been able to see that in me. And I'm right. not sure I would have been able to see that in myself. Do you think a lot of that was stemmed from actually being a part of their births? Like being in the room when they came out of my body? Probably. I that, feel like that would do it for me. Well, you know what? I feel annoying sometimes because... Well, I feel annoying all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, am un I am so unfortunately self-aware I know people think that being self-aware is a beautiful thing to be, but I am so unfortunately self-aware that I know how annoying I can be. But I feel annoying sometimes when my friends who are having children, but they're, they're always like, well, okay. So they'll ask me a question. They won't ask me a question, but they'll be talking about something and I'll go. Yeah. Well, when you get the epidural, sometimes the epidural can hit you a certain way and it can really make you like jittery. It can make your teeth chatter. And they're like, exactly. And then I'm like, and I always say this to my friends. I always go, I'm sorry. I know I've never had a child and I've never been pregnant. So you're probably like, shut the fuck up, Shannon. And they're always like, no, 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 no. I know you know what you're talking about because you were there. I was there three times. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th one time in the hospital with the full epidural, one time in the hospital where your epidural didn't hit. 50% <laughs> worked. Half your body was numb. That's <clears throat> unfortunate. And then a home birth with no epidural. So like, mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like I've, it's almost as if I'm some like, uh, resident doctor that had to be like sitting in on cases but like i was forced to watch all nine months of it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like i'm following you she around. saw it from start to finish the yeah. only thing you missed was a conception or did you or oh, not you the first it. one not bitch. the first one i was there for the first one wow i was in the uh, i was really broke at the time with my ex-boyfriend and we went to uh tor mexico. not tortuga sorry uh crash my playa, crash my playa mexico mm -hmm. and mike and her were newly together ish i mean not newly it was just show we're still like fucking in bathrooms when your friends were there <laughs> hard together for like almost a year and yeah i remember once we had to the doctor and everyone had to feedback to the date of conception i was like that was the, oh my god the bat we 
we were there and she's we were like on our sorry way to a show i'm pretty sure you and your ex were just like out in the room and we were in the room like, like getting ready and stuff yeah and y'all had gone to the bathroom and we uh, we i mean we absolutely y'all weren't super obvious but like at one point you guys were just in the bathroom for a long time but there was there was really loud it wasn't music. a long time <laughs> doesn't take long sister <laughs> doesn't take much um but there was there was music playing so it wasn't like it wasn't like we could hear like you know what I mean? Oh like, God, I don't think you'd ever hear that. <laughs> what I, anyways, I'm just saying I was, it wasn't super obvious, but then when we, when we thought that. back to the conception date and you told me you were like oh, the bathroom and I was like, Oh, we were there. Yeah. And you were like, you were there. Maybe that's why you and Walker are so close. Yeah, that probably is it. Yep. All right, guys, the time is now. It's the holiday season. We're cooking. We are whipping up things and we just don't have to have them to go to the grocery store. Me, personally, it don't matter what time of year it is. I'm not trying to go to the grocery store, all right? But besides that, it's just not convenient. I am just totally team have your groceries delivered. And especially when it cuts out all the unnecessary purchasing that I do and tend to make when I am strolling aimlessly and hungry down the aisles. So my favorite thing to use is Thrive Marketplace. Listen, Taylor is so obsessed with them. I tell her she has a problem, but I mean, it's easy to do when Thrive has so many options. And like I said, it comes straight to your door. I've been using them for years now, and it is my favorite because it ensures that I'm also ordering healthy groceries okay so many great alternatives that you can find right there on thrive they are food that i have discovered while using their grocery subscription because like some things i'm like i didn't know this existed and thrive has their own brand the thrive market brand that has so many options for a really really great price so some of my favorite brands they have are amy's four sigmatic primal kitchen honest kitchen chomps and tons more they also have way more than just food, okay? They've got bath, body, beauty, all of it delivered right to your door and with some serious savings, all right? Now, I'm a real visual kind of gal, so when I'm on Thrive Market's website, I really love that they show you the amount that you're saving on your groceries right there in red. You see it, you can't miss it, and they even tell you the percentage off it is, okay? You really do get so many better prices with Thrive than you would at any normal grocery store. My last order had a total saving summary of 42%. Like what? Like that's so much. And with the price of inflation these days, come on, that that's savings that you can really count on. They've also got a price match guarantee, which I love. You can curate the shopping experience to however you want with your dietary preferences, gluten-free options, keto options, whatever you want. Boom. You just enter it in and it'll tailor the website's pages to show you just that. But my favorite thing about Thrive Market is knowing that when you join, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one -one membership matching program. You join, they give someone who needs help the groceries to feed their families. And I truly love when I see big businesses giving back like that. I also have a discount code, of course, for you guys. So if you join Thrive Market today, you'll get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash probably for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash probably. Thrivemarket.com slash probably. Okay, yeah, so you had three kids. I'm fucking crushed in it on stage. And what else have we fucking done? Oh, we thought it was really crazy that so when we were 22, 23, we go through heartbreak. You meet Mike. We're in these fucking, I'm in the streets, right? I'm like single for a brief moment and then I meet my ex. But we had these corporate jobs. This was before. Before, but we, but we whatever. Quit way before. Fuck the timeline. We're 23. Fuck the timeline. We're 22. We're 22. We have corporate jobs. We have horrible. We are not happy in these nine to five jobs. Mine was actually eight to six. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. How'd they get away with that? Why was yours eight to six? Yeah, I had to be there first and leave the like the last. Um, Oh my gosh. And it was, it was both of us were uh, there in the winter. Therefore it was getting dark. I mean, listen, if you are in a job where you walk in, in any life, I mean, of course, everyone listening to this is like, bitch, that's everyone. But I mean, there is something to be said about the period of the year where you walk into your fucking establishment of employment and then you walk out and it's pitch black dark and it's, it's 5 p.m. Dark when you walk in and dark when you walk out. That is 
I'm miserable. I don't know if you've forgotten that my cubicle had no windows. <gasps> that was crazy. See, I worked Not my at, cubicle, sorry. My office. I worked at my, a law firm. I had an actual office that I would go into, and my office was in an office. I had no windows. Yeah, it was a cave. I, I worked in uh, a... That's not good for anything. No, no, no. That's just simply not good. I worked in a law firm that was stunning. <laughs> it was gorgeous. Yeah. And uh, lots of windows. Did have a cubicle, though. I was in a cubicle. I was a little paralegal. and I was a secretary and then the paralegal. Yeah. I don't think I was qualified to be a paralegal at all, but I know I was for a while. That uh, law firm has since gone under. <laughs> Is it really? Yes. The guy's in jail. Yes. Oh, my God. I have so much to tell you. Okay, yeah. So we were both at jobs we hated, like our official first corporate jobs that we were... How do you say it? We, we, you know what? I need to say this. We were both really excited about them. When I got the job at the law firm, I was like, slay queen, I got the job. And when you got your job, you were so excited. Yeah. And I, I, there's something to be said for that. You know, go get the job. Be excited. But like, let's also keep it fucking real here. You get to a point where you're like, I fucking like, I'm not happy. And, and that's being 22 and getting your first corporate job. You're at the bottom of the totem pole in whatever job you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it fucking sucks. Yeah. And if you're listening to this job and you're in corporate, but you're 30, you're probably like, I don't hate my job. I love it. That's fantastic. You've probably t- gone up from where you were when you we're started. We're talking about when we were 22 and it was fucking December. We were fucking miserable, okay? Yeah. We were miserable. So that's that. Yeah. The sun was setting and rising, and we were still in our cubicles. And, and then it, it didn't hurt that we were, like, going through that heartbreak. The breakup's right so got true. Jobs. So we were all around just kind of like, so this is life, huh? So life after college is yeah. pretty cool. It was it was grim. We were, we were really hit hard with that. And I think that both of us, right at the same time, decided, fuck this. This is not for us. We have zero backup plan, but we're going to figure it out. Because we're in first? Nashville. Who quit first? I don't remember. Me either. That's weird. Me? I could go back to my emails to try to find the, the two-week <laughs> notice that I put in. <laughs> I got fired. <laughs> you did? Yes. I don't remember that. What? Wow. Oh, my God. I have a crazy story that I'm going to have to check legalities, and I'm going to have to tell you guys about. And the guy is in jail, so I need to tell you. When I got fired, I was like, oh, you're firing me? I was like, really? After you asked me to do beep, 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 beep. And they were like, well... We could switch your job title. <laughs> and I was like, right. But then I was like, you know what? I don't want to work here anymore. Well, oh. I've got to tell that story in the podcast. I wonder what the legality is. I'm going to check and make sure that guy's still in jail. Yeah. And if he is, I'm coming for your neck. Okay. I can't um, believe you got fired. I really, that just came back to me right now. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, sorry, we just don't need you anymore. This and I was is like, the difference with us. You would have gotten fired. <laughs> I know. And I absolutely <laughs> would have quit the way that I quit. I mean, I wrote the owner like this handwritten note, horrible handwriting, still is, this Terrible. handwritten letter being like, Thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm just going to go a different direction. Like, I mean, I was so nice. And he was probably like, okay, bitch, I don't care. I can replace you in five seconds. But like, that is the difference with us. Major. Okay. I would have written the note if I would have been given the opportunity to quit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't. If I could have quit in a nice way, I would have always quit in a nice way. Oh my God. And when he fired me, I was like, oh, you, I got to tell the story in the podcast. Actually, I'll save it. But I just remember that I was like, oh, you know what? I'm keeping the MacBook. And they were like, you're not. You're returning the MacBook. And I was like, Damn it. God. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we were both working more for Mark Block at the time for the Block Agency. Let's be clear. I was fucking passing out brochures at convention centers and Taylor was getting booked for music videos. It doesn't matter. We went to all the same auditions it, and every time they were like, we love her. And I was like, <laughs> one, and Mark would always go, one day, Shannon, you, you can't, because I kept meeting with the same, it would be the same directors. Now we know they're like the mics of the world. Yeah. It was always the same directors, same casting directors. And my, Mar- Mark Block would always be like, yeah, Shannon, but you're putting your face in there. People are meeting you. They're liking you. One day they'll need a redhead for it. And I'm like, <laughs> one day. 
One day. One day. <laughs> one day they won't pick the blonde or brunette. One day the, the lead will be a redhead. Well. I asked John Party one time. I go, you got that song that's like, um, sunburn auburn hair on the dance floor. Hold on. I'm going to fuck it up. How does that song go? I don't want to fuck it up. I want to say it right. A heartache on the dance floor? I, yeah. You were a heartache on this the dance floor. This nothing to do floor. with red hair. Yeah, huh? Oh. Yeah, huh? Hold on. Summern Auburn hair, California dream. Why was I not casted for that music video? <laughs> Summer Auburn hair. You know what I mean? Mark Vlog's like, one day they need a redhead. Guess who they use? A fucking blonde for that. On it, shouts out Summer Party. It wasn't. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Summer. Can you ask John? Can you ask John, please? No, no. Okay, so yeah. Anyways, we were modeling loosely. Is that term? Taylor was actually modeling. I was just get, getting whatever I could get at the time, <clears throat> and um, that was our backup plan. Basically, we were broke for a while. Like yeah. we were straight up. Baroque. And I've talked about this a lot on my podcast. Everyone should be super young and super broke for a while because it adds character and it's fun and it humbles you and you get your car booted and you don't know what to do and you contemplate shaking your ass for some money every once in a while. You're like, you know what? I could, I could go to Coyote Ugly. Actually, I don't think they would hire me. One, I don't have an ass. And two, they'd be like, you don't know how to fucking make a Long Island iced tea. One time, remember when I worked at Losers? I worked at Losers for two weeks and they didn't trust me. No, because I don't remember that. They don't, tr- they didn't trust me to do anything. They were like, they, I got behind the bar and they're like, make a Long Island iced tea. And I was like, perfect. I was like, vodka. They were like, yes. And I was like, tea. And they were like, ice. <laughs> no. And I was like, where does the tea part come in? And they were like, there's no tea involved. And I was like, well, that's confusing. <laughs> okay. So anyways, they just made me pop tabs at the uh, parking lot when the, you know, when whiskey jam would do parking lot parties, yeah. they were like, yeah, you can work the beer stand and you can pop the tabs. But that was even difficult. You know why? Because, yeah. because they would charge $6 a beer, right? People would pay cash. A lot of math involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of math involved. People ordering two beers, giving me a 20. I get, I'm like 12. They're like, I'll tip you three, keep the change. I'm like, slow it down, buddy. Slow it down. <laughs> slow it down, buddy. What if you just paid with the card? What if there's, we've got tap we to take pay. take Amex. <laughs> we've got tap to pay. Don't do this to me right now. <laughs> it was, it was tough. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, we were just broke and having the blast of our lives and it was just fun. That's the blast of our lives. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not the blast of our lives. And then you were, started having kids and then me no, and my ex broke up. you were totally skipping. What are you, what am I skipping? We... We quit our jobs. Oh, yeah. Just going into being like, all right, I guess we're just going to try to model and kind of make ends meet and figure it out. And then like, what, three or four months later, the show came to us. Right. That's right. You are right. The very first email about, which we didn't know at the time, was called Very Cavalry. Which, tell the truth now, Taylor's like, I think we should do this. And I was like, ew, so trashy. I would never do that. Now look at me. I'm the trashy one. She's the classy one. (laughs) That Well, I said, I think we should do this after we talked to them a couple of times. Remember we had interviews and I was like, are you going to do the interview? And you're like, I don't know. Are you? And I was was like, like, yeah, I guess we did it. We did it together. Yeah. Yeah. And then you were like, fuck that. I'm not doing it. I was like, I think we should kind of consider it. No, (laughs) listen, I'm sitting here today because of Taylor Monaco. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's, and Mark Block and Kristen Cavallari. Thank you both. Um, but it's crazy because I remember when we first did that, I was like at this part of my life where I was like young and I wasn't willing to take a risk like that because I was like, I've got my whole life ahead of me. And like, I'm not trying to ruin it by some trashy TV show. Like I, and you were like, I don't know. I think it could be kind of fun. And I was like, I I was kind of just like, we just quit our jobs, bitch. What else, what else are, are we, we doing? Do? <laughs> I was like, you're right. I'm like, it's an opportunity. Who else is getting this? Let's just see what it's about. And we can quit if we want. It is so funny. They made us do all of our interviews together. And we would talk to people and we'd be like, when did y'all do y'all's interviews? And they'd be like, we did our solo. And we're like, really? really? <laughs> they make us do all 
of ours together. <laughs> <laughs> We've been a package deal since day one. Since the beginning. Um, anyways, yeah. So then we did the show, which was iconic and wonderful. And yeah. shouts out. I still, we're going to do a very Cavallari rewatch. Um, we are? Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, I am. And you can be a part of it when I invite you on. But don't get crazy here. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. I just got to figure out um, how a rewatch series works. And then I'll do it. Um, okay. So... We did the show, which was obviously, as you guys know, is just monumental for both of our careers. It was great. It was the, you know, springboard for both of us to get into doing what we wanted to get into doing. And it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you found the love of your life midway through the show and then got pregnant and then had a bunch of babies. And then I broke up with my ex. And then I was in these streets. I was in the, I was in the streets. And actually, someone asked me a question. They're like, how did you find hope? And, you know, the drive and the, the what, what, let me, let me read it. She said, how did you keep hope and stay open-minded after your relationship ended? And I read that and I didn't even think twice. I was like, what do you mean, baby? I was for these streets. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was in these streets. Okay. And honestly, I was in the streets for a while. After my ex and I broke up, I was single for like two years. So I was, I was in the streets heavy. What was I doing when you were in the streets? I don't remember. You were doing a lot of stuff for yourself, your business, your family. You were having kids and uh, probably being absolutely concerned for me in the streets, being like, bitch, what are you doing? You're going to get chlamydia. (laughs) I was like, no, uh, by the way, 30 and STD free, baby. (laughs) The entire 30 years, not just now. Put it on a a shirt, Courtney. Put it on a a merch. (laughs) Guys, our merch will be available. That one could be a koozie, you know. Could be. Um, yeah. Okay. So anyways, I, I am really proud of that. You know, no shade. If you've got an STD, uh, we support you, but I haven't. And I support myself for that. Um, okay. Yeah. So we were, then I met the love of my life and it was great and it was gravy. And now we're just living the vida loca. And we, a couple months ago, got houses in a neighborhood before we both turned 30, got houses in a neighborhood. We never thought we'd be able to be able to live in before we were 30. So true. Wait, this is actually, that's a great milestone. Cause we were, that's what we were saying when we were closing. We were like, that's I can't what we're doing this. That is true. That's what, when we were in the car that day before we turned 30, before you turned 30, which <laughs> subsequently means that I turned 30 immediately. Um, so we were, that was one of the things you said. We were like, we bought these houses and we are not 30 yet. And it's in a neighborhood that we feel so blessed and fortunate to be in. And that if you would have told 22 year old Shannon and Taylor, you're don't worry, you're not going to be either one of those guys. You're going to have three kids. You're going to be marrying a man from London and you're going to both buy these houses before you're 30. We would have been like, actually we were kind of delusionally confident. We would have probably been like, duh. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All this to be said, and I meant to say this part earlier, Quit your job at Google and make soap, okay? Like, <laughs> like just do it. Um, Taylor, You'll thank figure you. it out. You'll figure it out. Hey, here's to both of us meeting in our early, early 20s, being friends for almost a decade. Almost. And figuring it the fuck out. I love you. Your hand's so cold. I'm so warm. I've got to get out of the sweatshirt. <laughs> I've got a spray tan. I love you so much. She's losing her child care. <laughs> Hasta luego, baby. I got to go hang my garland. Bye, guys. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>